You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the My Hero Academia Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science Family, a manga podcast, Family Now Network, and I'm here with my man, Stork. What up, Stork? What up, Jim? What up? And we have a, a family affair going on, and I mean this like a Not a network. We have a trillion characters in My Hero, and we're going to get more, and I do like kind of everyone that we do get introduced, but at points, I, I get overwhelmed. I'm not that smart a guy. I'm not a handsome man either. <laughs> but when you hygiene. go through, I end up where I'm also running scared because of, you know, mispronunciations and getting, you know, things. And I like doing this podcast with you. I don't need anybody to shade me in a Apple review where then I end up just deleting the podcast. I don't want that to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just warning people. But we're here with my hero. It's a chapter or number 74 smoke signal. You know, like what Luke Hollywood, I'm not even going to try to do a Luke Hollywood play here, but we're we're at camp. We know that the villains are there. The League of Villains Vanguard Action Squad is in the house, is what they are. But Ayazawa and the remedial group, they're not really aware of that just yet. They're just coming back from their torturous, you know, training. And the idea, I do like, as they're complaining, Ashido and all the crew are like, you, you got to give us the carrot if you're going to dangle the yeah. carrot. Ayazawa kind of goes with the idea of, well, don't you want to be kind of not in the remedial group? There's your carrot. Start studying, <laughs> jerks. You did terrible. Uh, but in that whole play, they come into what would be, you know, the house. It's more of a mansion. That's the funny thing. It's like it's camp, but it's not really the camping that I thought of. It seems very elegant, is what I would say. Oh, but they go in, Mr. and you end up where Class B, we know that Class B is there, and you get a little bit of interaction there because we get Monoma, who ends up seeing the remedial class and laughs. And he's one of the few characters that we kind of know from Class B as we've moved on. And he just starts laughing. About, oh, my God, look at you losers. I mean, you're so bad. I thought Class A were all great. I mean, Class B only has one remedial student, me. Me. And he starts (laughs) laughing hysterically and looks like he is insane. And they even like, what's your malfunction? I mean, the idea that he is so happy he's doing his work, I I like him. I actually, this bit where just that makes me like him even more. And I think that as we go, I kind of like him in a Mineta type of way that he's he's just kind of he's weird crazy. and crazy. So he, he's like, all right, like I could go with that. It's pretty Shida cool. wants to know what makes him tick. Yeah, yeah, that's the funny <laughs> thing too. And in all of this, where things happen, Ashido ends up being a gem just completely. At one point, you even get an announcement. And and it's that announcement Mandalay does the telepath mm-hmm. work that she has, and everybody's like, "Man, that throws me off." And she was like, "I love it. It makes me get a buzz." <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta great. say, she is very quickly climbing up my popularity. Yeah, pool. she is really good. That She's, is inappropriate. Yeah. Oh my, that was inappropriate. <laughs> Holy moly, this is a family friendly podcast. Uh, send all of the things to Stork. I don't want to say end up where. Warning, hey everyone. Here's the other thing, too. If you're Mandalay, time is of the essence. You don't have to say everyone and then pause. I mean, you're actually (laughs) talking to everyone. All you have to say is, villains in the house, run. Like, oh, my God, we're in trouble. But while this is going on, 
We also have Vlad. I, I just want to remind you, he's a Draculus. <laughs> he's a Draculus. I, I, I do like him. And then I was thinking, is he a reverse Draculus? Because he's got the teeth sticking up. Yeah. It, made me, it made me giggle. Like the idea of him trying to like bite somebody. It's like so he has to stay out in the sun and go in when it's dark out. I want him to be the reverse Dracula, but everything else is the same. He just has fangs. That point out. <laughs> he has to explain that every time. Uh, but I think that you were right. Last chapter where you said that, you know, we want the remedial group to step up. They're mm-hmm. separated from the crowd. And we see it here, even though when this gets announced and the villains are here and whatnot, you have Ayazawa. And so glad you watched them. I'm going to go and help. And obviously you would want him to be. Ayazawa is one of the biggest teachers. He's one of the biggest guys there. And Great quirk, this, too. Yeah, and through this, you end up having a bunch of people. I mean, everybody's aware of how did they find out, you know, that question. How did our location get leaked? Everybody knows it's supposed to be a secret. When Ayazawa runs out, though, he realizes, like, there's already big trouble, like big, mm-hmm. big trouble. And you even have where he gets stopped and you have, hey, Eraserhead, looks like you're in big trouble. And like, oh, my God, like this is bad. If they're going to get Ayazawa here, that's one of our main guys to stop everyone. So that was pretty crazy. As a start, he ends up, you know, kind of getting incapacitated here. Oh, Dobby blasts him with the poison gas. I think that's his quirk, right? Yeah, it seemed weird, you know, and even before he was able to be seen and stuff like that. So that's why he gets Ayazawa and uh, even says, you're not the one I have a beef with. So you're like, okay, well, what's the deal? What's going on? Because usually in this book, that usually points to Midoriya. It will, but that doesn't seem quite the case either. They have a list of people that are supposed to be there and who they're going to attack. Kids. Yeah, yeah. And so the idea of all that is just, you know, destroy the future, it looks like. So you then go off and we get more of the villains here as they announce that they are the League of Villains Vanguard <laughs> Action Squad, which I do like. And I, I do like as, as this is going on. Yeah, guys. yeah, I mean, they're, they're like, really? Like, what? what's that name? And going on, and we do get introduced more to these villains. Some of them aren't really named like Magne. He's there. He's that, I mean, I'm telling you, he looks like a scumbag, that guy. But he, he's there doing this. And we also get Spinner, who... Is kind of cool, except for that sneer. If he actually would smile, he'd be kind of cool looking. Like, he'd be nice looking. He ends up pulling out a sword that's like the king of every sword ever. Yes. Which I thought was pretty crazy. I mean, this sword he pulls out has swords on swords on swords on switchblades on knives on swords. Tied together with chains and belts and things. It's very bizarre. You would think that it really wouldn't do anything, but it's pretty impressive. It looks really cool. And this whole play, though, where Edith steps up again. And says, oh, you know, you're saying all this stuff, this is stained stuff, because you do have Spinner even say, you know, the idea, uh, we believe in Stain's tenets, we're doing this, and that's where Edith's like, oh, so you're Stain's followers, are you? And that's where Spinner realizes, oh, you're that jerk. What about you, four eyes? Yeah, hey, four eyes. They're like, leak out him. But in this, it's weird, because most of the kids, like, is this where you do have, like, in the background, Bakugo's making notes? Because this guy ends up saying, <laughs> Spinner says, you were one of those who brought about Stain's end. Could you go and kind of infer to that that there was more to the story than mm. you actually got that was released? I don't know, because they were there. And yeah. being there was the deal, but it's kind of the cool thing that, like, the villains know exactly what happens. So they're like, we're, we're going to do this. Let me introduce myself. I'm Spinner. I make uh, dreams come true. <laughs> like, all right. And more Stain's dreams because he doesn't take them out. 
But then when you have that, you have Tiger who kind of steps up. And in that, you kind of lose track. I thought that there was a bit of a misplay here where they do have Pixie Bob down on the ground and are like Mm -hmm. forcing her into the ground and actually like cut her face, which of all these things going on, Tiger basically says, you're wrecking the moneymaker. This is a weird. It is right. And I didn't even, I didn't realize until you go back and see that she is like forced on the ground there. But Mm -hmm. the big play is you Pixie Bob lying there. She wants to get a man, and yeah. you're messing her up now. She's going to get a scar. I'm like, she's already old. She's like 34. <laughs> I think she's fine. Yeah, I think she was like 31 or so, like 32. Even then, it's like, now with that one scar in her face, she ain't getting no man. And I was like, that was a little odd. It was like kind of like hurtful in, yeah. in a bit. But you end up where, you know, hey, stop yapping. Let's fight these things, whatever. And, and you're going to end up having this deal because all this going down you still end up having you know the pixie bob and she's down but you have tiger you have the other characters in their ragdoll and all and they're they're there to uh fight and Mm -hmm. obviously they're getting the kids are being told to run is what i was kind of trying to get to like hey kids you get out of there midoriya though as he's running realizes oh my god i gotta tell them you know hey i know where coda is i know where he is i'll go and protect him because you have mandalay was like kind of like looking around and is worried about mm-hmm. coda so when you do that again you're going to be introduced to a bunch of characters here that we don't really know too much of but you just get that class b and class a all the kids are running for cover and they're saving each other they're trying to get there but you see that Momo is like the biggest hero without really even being shown that much. You end up seeing yeah, what she I did. Yeah, I thought but she really stepped up in just a panel or two. They really described that she she made gas masks and handed them out to everybody that was nearby and passed off more for them to hand out the people they ran into on this trail. And it's saving lives. And so with that, the play here, like some of these other characters are like, okay, big hands, she's grabbing people <laughs> running. But when you get that Momo deal, we know her. One of the characters that we really know, and Mm -hmm. you have the, you know, obviously the mangaka knows this, so you don't have to go in that much of a description of the deal and her quirk, because we know what her quirk is. So it ends up where she just started making gas masks. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, she saved everybody. I mean, all those kids are alive because of her. So that is a huge one. Also, it shows you, too, again, where she's stepping up like we were afraid that she and not the movie. She's not like dance fighting. And the stepping up, she's uh, she actually is you know, being the hero. She could and do that too if she put her mind. She to probably it. could. She might be a little bit nervous, but maybe not. <laughs> so you end up where all that going on. They're trying to figure out like what should we do? How should we play this? And Tetsu Tetsu from Class B actually stops, and it's there with Ibera, and she's we got to get out of here. We're we're gonna go. They told us all the kids have to go, and Tetsu Tetsu says no no no. I, I want to be like Class A. And actually, it's a really good like speech of the play. Though it, it, it's a weird twist by the end. But in my mind, it was basically Class A gets all the accolades and all the time because they're the heroes. They end mm-hmm. up doing things. When things go wrong, they do it. He he pulls it back to almost feel like, I don't know, like he was saying that they said it. I don't know why I got that idea that he thought it was a little sus. But he says they end up being Class A and the big things because of crisis. 
okay, well, he's going to go. He says, I'm going to go fight. And all I can think of is R.I.P. Yeah, I have very mixed feelings about this because you do want to see them be heroes. But is this the right time and place? But is there a right time and place? Because it always works out for Class A when they do it. But he's on his own. Yeah, that's that's where you get the scary bit of it is the idea of, yeah, he might end up. Usually Class A, they're working together, a lot of them. Yeah. And if he dies, like, what does that do to Class B? But he has, he's basically got steel quirk. He can turn his skin into steel. So if things go really bad, he just turns into steel. Right? And <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't have to breathe or whatever. <laughs> well, he's got the gas mask, yeah, too. Yeah, he's, so he's got fine. the gas mask. And Abara is uh, vine powers, like a poison mm-hmm. ivy. So she kind of is like, I got to get out of here, but we'll see how that, that plays out. But the big play is Coda. And you even have where desperately using the telepathy to try to coda uh, i'll try to get to you i can't get to you right now i'm sorry uh i'm in big trouble but please i hope you're safe and he's just sitting there sweating profusely because he's there with that villain we saw that cloak and we end up finding it's muscular is this guy's name so he has this he's huge too i mean this little kid coda is kind of trying to run away and at the one point and it, it was set up earlier where a lot of these villains, they're not really down with these masks and all the things they have to wear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, I like your hat. I don't think this hat's going to fit him. But he says, you want to <laughs> switch? It'd be funny if that was just the whole place. Like, okay. Gives him the hat. He gets the mask. He's like, all right, we're good. See cool. you later. See you. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't have to go to Lids this weekend to get a hat because yours <laughs> is pretty cool. But he ends up saying, I'd hey, maybe it. we can. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't wear that mask, though. No. Like, it's already on that guy. That'd be disgusting. But uh he ends up where he's going to attack. He's going to end up because Coda runs away. Because then he actually, in that weird way of, hey, you want to switch hats? By the way, I also have a lot of things I want to do to you. And ah! <laughs> he runs away. And that's where you do see him just crashing around. And if Coda, we we actually thought that he might have like a quirk that he didn't want to show or something like that. Or maybe this would trigger it. It just seems like he's just running. He's a little kid mm-hmm. and going. So as he's going, Again, uh, and I like this chapter, mm-hmm. but again, there's weird play because we end up where before we actually see the face of Muscular, before we see the deal, you end up having Coda recognize him as the guy who killed his parents. But in a kind of we didn't I wish we would have seen the face first okay. because we end up seeing the announcement yeah. first and then the face. And it works enough. But I thought like you're seeing. Okay, is this him? Oh, yeah, it is. Because they mentioned this eye that's messed up. But what are the coincidences? Oh, it's messed it? up like this. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. That's why it's I wouldn't like he has put a mouth that mask around on. it. It's really yeah, bad. It's weird. It's like got teeth. But yeah, so the big play of all this is the coincidence of the one guy who veers off the yeah. beaten path to go and see Coda say, Hey, you're not on our list of kids that we want to kill. You want to switch it? Oh, by the way, I killed your parents. <laughs> I'm like, it's a well, little too much. I don't think he much, even knows that that's coda so yeah it's it's just it's just such a coincidence coda recognizes him but he doesn't recognize coda and that makes it even worse like the idea if he had a list and he's like wait a minute i recognize that last name there are those jerks who did this with my eye i want to finish it off no it just seems like he randomly went Mm -hmm. to look for at the view he actually comes around and goes hey nice view there kid like your hat but yeah you see a really cool panel as you have muscular going to attack coda where Midoriya's jumping up onto that ledge because, the, you know, they're in a high ledge. Yeah, you see him using all Might's power, the sparks and everything all for one, yeah. And he grabs Coda and, you know, knocks him away. 
Actually, yeah. And actually, <laughs> actually saved. Coda would have been dead. He would have been completely dead. So that was pretty crazy. And that's where you end up having musculars like, oh, you are on my list. That and would that be arm cool. of his, too. It's very Resident Evil. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's like vines and sinew. And yeah. I, I say vines more like veins and just crap. And it does. It looks like Resident Evil type deal. I love where Midoriya's like, all right, I saved Coda. Oh, man, my phone. <laughs> like he's, it, it actually was a funny reaction. I could, yeah, real, I, where am I going to get those pictures? I'm like, oh, my. Like, oh, he, he looks too. It's like, he's, somebody delete my history. <laughs> but he's there and he's like, oh, man, my phone. I, but it's just so that he cannot get any help. He yeah. says, I'm he here on have my telepathy. own. Yeah. No, that's when I was thinking of the idea like, Maybe we could we see that maybe Coda says I don't think so, but he says I have no choice. I'm by myself. I'm gonna try and says Coda, it's gonna be okay. You stay and does That'd know be cool the odds. Coda's like, no, I'll save you. And then his quirk comes out, but it's not the play. Awesome, no. And, and <laughs> but I like the idea where Midoriya, smart kid, gets the lay of the land, and he says, I gotta fight this villain mm-hmm. and protect Coda. Like this is this is bad, especially yeah. you know we think of Midoriya as being say the harry potter oh the harry potter but this was harry potter year one you know he just got the hogwarts and- well harry relies on his friends much as midoriya does but he's totally on his own now having to fight and protect at the same time that's a that's a big ask and i think he's gonna have to go over that five percent threshold for this guy yeah he might have to and, and again when he does that he's even talking and you had recovery girl talk that if he goes full out anymore there could be you know irreparable harm mm-hmm. he might end up really hurting himself but he might have. He's going to have to. If things progress as the way they seem. The other thing, though, that I laughed at is that Coda really looks like Midori. And I'm thinking that yeah. when the dad kept saying that he was off doing importing and exporting and on the high seas, <laughs> he, he might have been stepping out. Yeah, there might have been some crazy <laughs> stuff going on Especially here. Especially that scene when it first goes to the flashback where there's a kid in front of a TV. I thought that was Midori at first watching about the heroes that died. But it turns out to be that was Coda. You under I, I think that I understand the play is to have him be that kid who could have been just like Midoriya, but he mm-hmm. went the opposite way because of what happened to his parents. But I just kept thinking, like, I think they look too alike. I, I think that that dad's <laughs> stepping Brother? out. I don't know. That'd be so good. But, yeah, he says, don't worry, Coda, I'm going to save you. So what just as a as a joke here, say, he does, I mean, I'm hoping he does save him. Mm-hmm. What does Coda do then? Does he care or does he get even more mad of this is why I hate all of you like this with quirks because I just wanted to look at the view and the next thing I'm getting attacked. Like this this world sucks. Or well, does I he think, say, I think I like the hero? I think he would have to like the heroes because Midori is taking down the one who killed his that parents, the villain. So I think that is the, the tipping point. Otherwise, if it was just any villain, then I could see her point a little bit more. But since it's the bad guy that killed him, yeah. I didn't. I haven't read ahead. But what if it's the idea, almost like a, a Jason Todd and Batman? I want to kill Coda's him. Like, or <laughs> kill him, and majority won't. Like, I mm-hmm. can't kill him. No, no, mm-hmm. kill him. Like, and then he might get mad again. I, That's know. true. Yeah, we'll have to see. There's. A, I don't think Midoriya will intentionally. No, no, I don't either. Uh, but hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'd like to see Midoriya. End up, like you said, use a little more percentage, take out muscular by himself, but I kind of want some help. And we haven't, like Todoroki, we didn't really see much. Like, there's some of the characters that are kind of out and about. And Bakugo, maybe they, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, what's we haven't going seen Bakugo. Yeah, so 
maybe Class we'll actually 1A. have that deal. Or maybe some maybe it'll be, you know, Tetsu Tetsu comes in and and saves. That'd be kinda cool to have some uh Class B characters yeah. kind of join in and help Midoriya. Because if anybody, Midoriya would kind of think they're And cool, we still so. got the remedial group. I we have high hopes for. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at this point, Ashido's just, like I said, the, the forest is on fire. She's probably dancing around, just doing <laughs> wacky things. I like her in the I way that marshmallows. She, oh, I'm telling you, I'd love it in the way that she saves the day by accident because of how crazy <laughs> she is. It would be great. But I'm, I'm calling it right now. Again, I don't know anything, but I think Monoma and Ashido, they get together later. They're both crazy, so they, they would make good couple. <laughs> that would be. That would be pretty funny. Pairing. But what, what would you give this one? Uh, I'm going to give this a 9-5. I really like Toshido in this, of course. Uh, Momo shining very briefly, but still, uh, she's pretty pretty much the, the biggest hero of this chapter at this point. Class B stepping up. We got to see that with uh, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. And uh, <laughs> Midoriya protecting Koda from the villain who killed his parents. The weird pixie bob thing kind of threw me threw me off a bit, but otherwise, I think it's a pretty solid chapter. Yeah, I'll go nine five as well. I, I did like it. It's we just got a little tiger page at the end too. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. They yeah. look at that shirt. They end up where it, it had a, a little bit of a transition issues at points, but once you get into it, and again, what I do like about it is. We're still, and I mean, we're 70 chapters in, Mm -hmm. we're this many in, and I'm finally getting kind of settled down with some of the kids where when you end up Momo doing with the gas mask, I am starting to like get the, oh, well, why don't they do that? Or why doesn't Bakugo set this on fire? Or why doesn't do that? So it it really is played. And when you end up having something like Momo, I I didn't think, oh, Momo's out there making the things. But when it happens, it, it makes so much sense. And it's so cool that it's yeah. Starts. I feel like we probably have a lot of class one A's powers down just by looking at them and being like, I know them and I know what they can do. Maybe not the names so much still, but because there's a lot of names and and not being Japanese speakers, they're not like very memorable. Like, oh, Bill, <laughs> so, hey, Tommy's over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but now we're getting some one B, and there's even the play of the formal informal. And they, they do swirl and around. Kendo, I kind of remember her just because she's the one who's always smacking uh, Nieta or Nieto or what. <laughs> Monomo. Yeah. Again, yeah. I usually just go with okay. I'm going to go with the easier one to say. Uh, I forgive me if you end up calling characters a different name than we go like their first last yeah, one i kind of use first names and last names sometimes i'll say mina sometimes sometimes a shido but yeah and that's why uh, there was a couple of people asked like why do you keep saying midoriya why don't you use deco and i just because we started out and that's the name we started with i try to be consistent mm-hmm. so people Plus, know that's a put down from back ago even though he claimed it for he his claimed own. it for himself <laughs> and sometimes we'll, we'll go with the deal but then again with Bakugo, it, it's it's wacky and with so many characters it does come up a to bit, me that's but, a that's a bakaku name and uraraka likes using it yeah yeah i like them uraraka gem yeah. so and we're still worried what's happening with her and sue you like there's yeah. a couple things going on that Toga. you don't really know yeah so we have to see what's happening with to- Toga. Toga Toga again a lot of names being thrown but you can tell it's still really good mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't feel like a chore like some other books might do like a say a legion of superheroes <laughs> maybe that we just ended up recording That's jumping uh, cold, though, so i do excuse it a little bit for that just having so many characters like, like if i jumped into this in this chapter i would be totally lost you'd be lost and that's what's cool about it at least we know you start at number one yes and then go forward that's the play now 
in that we both gave it a 9.5 just as a little shout out, a little commercial. Me and you also do the Chainsaw Man Reading Club podcast that you can look up if you're not listening to that. Mm-hmm. And that chapter is even better. So even we're going to go off. Yeah, it's, it's so good. But we're going to go off to that right now. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you. And we'll talk to you later. See ya. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.